What made Moshe Rabbeinu the leader that he was? If you think about it, perhaps Moshe wasn't the best guy for the job. Moshe did not grow up with the Jewish people. He grew up in Pharaoh's house. He didn't grow up in a Jewish home. He wasn't a slave together with all the Jewish people. Perhaps superficially, definitely, he had a lot of privilege. He was the, the adopted grandson of Pharaoh. And yet, Moshe Rabbeinu was the one that takes us from this week's Parsha and follows us all the way and takes the Jewish people out of Egypt, leads them to get the Torah, become a nation, deals with all their drama, finally leads them to the gates of the Holy Land in Sefer Devarim. What made Moshe Rabbeinu so great? And why in this Parsha, how do we see how Hashem takes him and teaches him what it means to be the leader of the people, of our people. In order to understand this, we need to understand how this week's Parsha is formulated to answer that question. After we learn about all the incredible women that we spoke about last year, that made Moshe Rabbeinu the person that he was, Shifra, Pua, Miriam, Yocheved, and Batia, Moshe Rabbeinu is walking around one day as a prince and he sees two, he sees a Mitzri hitting a Jew. And Moshe Rabbeinu stands up for the Jew, kills the Mitzri, goes along his way. A few days later, Moshe Rabbeinu sees two brothers fighting. Two Jews fighting. Rashi tells us, Dasan and Averam. What does Moshe Rabbeinu do? He tells them, why are you fighting amongst each other? You guys are brothers. What are you doing? And one of the Jews that are fighting, what does he say to him? Who are you? Vayomer. Mi samcha la'ish sar Who do you think you are? Okay. Like, where did you come from? Why do you think you get involved in our fight? We're fighting amongst each other. You think you're going to come and get involved over here? We know. I want you. We know that you killed the Egypt. Do you want to kill me like you killed the Egyptian? And Moshe realized that the matter had become known. And the next passage tells us, And Par hears about this incident, which leads Moshe and he wants to kill him. And he wants to kill him. And Moshe has to run away to Midian. What did Moshe hear? As kids, we always, we always just come to the conclusion that Parai heard. What did he hear? He heard that Moshe killed the Mitzri. But the Torah doesn't say that. The Torah says, Parai heard of this incident. What incident? If you look at the Pasuk previous to it, who made you a prince? Who made you in charge of us over here? Which very much fits with the story from the Medrash. That power felt threatened by my Rabbeinu. He felt threatened because even from, a two, from two years old, the Medrash tells us, Moshe would take the crown of Parah's head. So he put him to the test. He put coals in front of him. He put, he put gold bars in front of him. And now he hears that Moshe Rabbeinu was going around 
thinking, getting involved, um, getting involved, mediating fights, thinking he's a leader, and Para is threatened. And Para goes and tells him, wants to kill him. He feels threatened by him, which leads Masha to have to run away to Midian. And when he gets to Midian, Masha, the hero of the story, sees a bunch of shepherds bothering a bunch of women. He stands up for the women and he he stands up for them and he shep- he chases away all the men that are bothering the women. He feeds, he fills the troughs to water and he and he fills and he feeds all the animals of the daughters of Yisra and his future wife, Tipara. It's interesting, the way they even describe Masha, Ish Mitzri, the way Masha looks in a certain sense, doesn't identify him as a Jew. He looks like a prince. He looks like a mystery. That's the way he grew up. That's the household he was. He he grew up in. He stands up for the women. He defends them. And in the end, the daughter, Yisra is so impressed that he actually gives his daughter, Tipara, to marry Maisha. And Maisha is now pasturing in the fields of Yisra. Then what happens? The incident that changes everything. And an angel of Hashem appears to him. When the angel of Hashem appears to him, how does he appear to him? In the flame of fire from within the thorn bush. And he saw, the bush is burning on fire. But it doesn't consume it. The bush is on fire. The fire is not consuming it. If you think about the miracles that the Jewish people have experienced, what makes this miracle so significant? There are far greater, more impressive miracles in, say, for Shemais. The ten plagues, the splitting of the sea. Maisha has never encountered Hashem like this. And all of a sudden, he notices there's something really interesting about the snare. He asks, Asurana. I'm turning a vera and I see a Samaria Gadol Hazem, Adua Loyivar Hasneh. Why is the snare not burning? And Hashem says to him, Moshe, Moshe, Vayomer Hineni. Behold, here I am. What is the nature of this miracle? Either the fire is not real or the bush isn't real. We know that Hashem loves to do things according to Teva, according to nature. But why Hashem over here is coming to make such a miracle? What is the story of the Jewish people? If you go back to the few psukim that come just before the story of Moshe, actually actually seeing this burning bush, the Torah tells us just preceding this, that what? The Jewish people were crying and screaming. They're literally crying out. They're crying out so deeply. And they're crying, went up to Hashem. Hashem hears their crying. Think about all the problems in the world. There were so many problems in the world. There are so many nations that have conquered other nations. Why is Hashem coming now to save the Jewish people? You think the Persians weren't screaming when the Greeks came to conquer them? You think 
the in Britannia, the Celtish weren't crying when the Romans came to take over them? Why now? Why is Hashem taking this matter in his own hands, saying, you know what? These people I'm going to save. These are the people that I have chosen to, that are going to live forever. These are the people. Why? Hashem remembered the bris of Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. And what is the bris of Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov? The Jewish people are going to live forever. If I told you and I could give you a pill that could make you live forever, the chances of someone wanting to take this pill is very low because the pill doesn't guarantee that you won't get cancer, God forbid, you won't get sick, people around you won't die. The pill is only, the guarantee is that you'll live forever. The bris of Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov is the bris which in a very deep way aligns with the burning bush. The bush is burning. It's on fire. We are the bush. The Jewish people are the bush. We have been through hell and back. Three months ago, we saw it with our own eyes and we continue to see it in every generation. I'm Demaleno Halaseno. They stand up to try to kill us. The bush is burning. The bush, the Jewish people, we, the bris that Hashem promised to offer like and Yaakov, it's not a humanitarian cause. Hashem has so many children. There's so much pain going on in the world. There are so many nations that are not here anymore. You think that didn't hurt Hashem? Those people are not here anymore. But Hashem doesn't have a bris with them the way Hashem has one with us. What is the bris? What is the covenant? Covenant is that we live forever. And because we live forever, we are, we're still on fire. This is not a guarantee that pain is not going to come upon us. And we've seen it time and time again. But Hashem is showing Moshe, these are my children. My children, I'm going to save them. Even when they're in pain, I'm going to keep them, save them when they're in pain because I promise that they will live forever. And now I see that it's gotten so bad and I don't intervene and I don't do something right now. They're not perhaps going to make it. And so Hashem tells Moshe, you are going to be the leader. You are going to be the one to take them from the hands of the Mitzrayim. I'm going to take you to the place of the land flowing with milk and honey. And even though this is the place of Hamaka Maknani, even though there are other people living there right now, this is the place that I'm going to take you them to. I feel their pain. Yadati es I feel their pain. And I'm going to do whatever it takes to get the Jewish people out of here. Because my promise is that they are, even through the burning, they're going to be here forever. The way Hashem looks at the Jewish people is Bini Bahairi. You are my child. And because you are my child, even though Avino Malkeno, I am the king of the world. And even though I'm the king of the world and there's so much pain and problems in the world, 
I promise that I'm going to stand up for you. I promise that I'm going to do whatever it takes to take care of you. And thus, when the Torah continues and tells us one of the strangest stories, with all this backstory, we can finally understand it. There's a very strange encounter that happens in this week's Parsha. Hashem seeks out to kill Moshe. They're on their way to go meet Aaron. They're on their way to go meet Aaron and together with Aaron to go meet Par and speak to Par and tell them we're going to get the Jewish people out of here. What does the Torah say? Strangest thing. They're on their way to the inn. They're on their way to the hotel, to the inn. And Hashem meets him. And he, and he wants to kill him. Hashem wants to kill Moshe, the same, the same Hashem that told him two minutes ago, all the signs, you're going to go to power, you're going to get the children to pay out of Mitzrayim, you're the one, you're the leader, now he says, I'm going to kill him. What is the Torah telling us? What does Sephara do? She takes a stone, and she gives her son a breast. What is the significance of giving her son the breast? Hashem comes and tells Moshe, Moshe, are you the leader of the Jewish people? Are you with us? Are you a Mitzri? Are you a Mitzri or are you a Jew? Are you with us? When Hashem stands up to take care of the Jewish people, he's coming to take care of us. Malkano as a king, but Avino as a father. As a father that will do whatever it takes the bris is the bris of Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov. The bris, are you a Jew? Are you part of this indestructible legacy? Are you going to do whatever it takes to be part of this legacy that we are going to live forever, no matter the circumstances, no matter the pain? If you go through Sefer Shemais, Vayikra Bamidbar Devarim, there are so many problems that happen. In Jewish history, there are so many problems that happen. Life is not perfect. Life is difficult. But the second Sibhara gives her son that bris. The second we give our children that bris, we are reminding Hashem of the never-ending promise that even though there is so much pain in the world, and there are so many humanitarian causes that perhaps Hashem could get involved with. There was only one people that Hashem ensures is never going away. As the Torah tells us, when he goes to meet, when, when, when Hashem tells him everything that he, when Hashem tells Moshe what he's going to say to the Jew, to Parai, what does it say? Beni b'chayr Yisrael. Ba'amarta el Parai kayamar Hashem beni b'chayr Yisrael. You are my firstborn, Israel, And tell them, you are my firstborn. They are my firstborn. So they can come and serve me. And if you refuse, I'm going to kill your firstborn. And that puzzle comes just before when Hashem is telling him, when Hashem comes and says, I'm going to kill you. It seems like these two psukim have no connection, but they have every connection. Hashem is standing up and telling Maishra Abeno, 
Power is also my child. You are my firstborn though. I will do whatever it takes to save you. Are you going to give your son a bris? Are you going to be part of this chain? This chain means that even though there are so many other problems to maybe stand for, there is one problem that is my problem. Because even though Malkano, I'm the king of everyone, Avino, I'm the father of the Jewish people. And though there might be fire, the snare, the bush will never burn. I'm Yisrael Chai. We're here to live forever, to live happily, to thrive, to remember that Hashem has always got our back and we're going to come out of this stronger. The Yachad, no, not Zayach, the Chalpers.